Hello. Oh, hey, mate. Hey, how's things? Can you hear me? I can. Look at you, you look all professional. I know, hold on. Um, so I am uh, recording through... You look confused. No, I'm just enjoying it. looks like a proper studio setup. <laughs> yeah. It does. I've got a mic stand and everything. Yeah. It looks uh, like a real thing. I can't understand how you're hearing me. I've I got guess headphones through... in. It comes out of my headphone jack. But what's my input? What's your input? To you. Is it through the laptop? So the Cool Recorder app is recording the Skype audio. And then that's just also going into my headphones. So it's not, it's not recording through my microphone what you're saying through my speakers. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah, so it's sounding pretty good on my end. Yeah, it's sounding okay. a lot better on my end as well than, than last week. Yeah. Sweet. So can you hear any echo of I, my... Like I can't hear any of my speech coming through your speakers. That's because I'm talking through this and I'm hearing you through here. Beautiful. Which is my headphones. I think this is how professionals may do it. Yeah, I could, uh, I could get used to this. I have just been listening to the Serial podcast, which I know, like I said, I'm behind the eight ball on because it's like last year everyone was hitting, like freaking out about how awesome it was. But I yeah, am so, so hooked on it. Like it is fucking great. Like it is enjoyable as a, like a narrative like, like almost like you'd watch like a TV series. Like it has cliffhangers week to week and you're just following along and they're like, this is what I'm going to look at next time. It's yeah, I really got to look on. into that. Oh, it's so, so good. I'm, it just, it, it's far better than listening to this podcast. So I encourage everyone to stop what they're doing and go and listen to Serial. Excellent. Uh, just let me, I'm just going to increase my volume a little here. Oh. I think that's better. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Now I'm good. Okay. Chip. I'm just looking at my levels. Chip, 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 chip. Yep. And I think we're good. Yep, I got it. That's good. So how's things? Cool. Uh, pretty good. Um, where do I start? Um, well, first of all, I'm in, as you can probably see, uh -huh. Orlando, Florida. And oh, it's, wow. it's a... Uh, it's a brisk 74 degrees wow. Fahrenheit. We yeah. use that system. Uh, <laughs> As, when you in Rome. almost wouldn't need to bring that up if you were a native of, of Florida. No. Yeah, it's kind of like Chinese food in China. It's not Chinese food. It's just food. Um, exactly. So, yeah, no, it's a bit brisk, but, um, I mean, it's, it's nice outside. Are you going to Universal Studios for a lot uh, Yeah, I'll do all the touristy stuff while I'm here. But, um, I don't know, I just really want to meet the locals. Yeah. Kind of uh, get a glimpse you know, of their life. Exactly. Uh, it's so it's so far removed from our culture, or well, not your culture, probably. No, I mean, I've, well, probably yours as well. But we don't share culture anymore. No, I've um, very distinctively and uh, with huge intention left all traces of Australian culture behind. Good. How did you celebrate Australia Day? I saw some pictures that you put up that were kind of funny. Um, I put on a cork hat, but that was only ironic because as a New Zealander now, it was like making fun of the Australians in the office. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you would have never celebrated Australia Day here in any real sense. No. Well, I think it's a bit of a, um, a rubbish day, to be honest, in terms of the... the it's weird. like marketing for the country. It's like, uh, you know... Remember to be patriotic today, and everyone will like, we'll give you a day off, 
and you can get drunk, but remember that we're Australians. Australia. You but, love this country, but that then, you pay taxes in. But I'm also not convinced that the sorry day thing is great either. Like, you, there's like an anti-Australia Day movement, which is like, but Australia existed before white settlement, so why are we celebrating that day? Um, and then there's like a unification kind of idea thing that we actually have a day where it includes Aboriginal, you know, heritage rather than just imposing and celebrating a day, which for many people has a lot of negative connotations. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. The yeah. sorry part of it always kind of feels like insincere. Well, it's not on even, the whole. It's not even that it's insincere because I do believe that a lot of people, and I include myself in this, um, agree and feel ashamed of some of the things that our ancestors did. But at the same time, the insincerity comes from the fact that it's not something that we, like it's an inherited sin, a sin of our fathers. Um, And the question is, um, you know, what can we do to make that better, having not actually made it happen in the first place? Yeah. I've been been really... um, like, you know, you know my meeting people style by now, which is just to basically skip the boring shit and start asking interesting questions from the start. Um, and so I've been, you know, meeting Maori, or I think it has to be Maori, like this the pronunciation thing, which I'm being picked oh, up so on. so fancy. I'm being picked up on. Well, though I think I can get away with it because I'm Australian. But um, I've been asking, like meeting people, you know, at, um, and getting the chance to ask you know, how do you reckon New Zealand is doing in terms of integration between European settlement and, you know, the native, um, you know, islander people that were here? And hearing really interesting, you know, takes on that sort of thing. Some people, you know, who have Maori descent um, are quite against the favouritism that Maoris get here, um, where it's, you know, if you have a certain degree of um, lineage that you can trace back um, to the tribal ancestors, you can apply for free education, you know, free university scholarships and that kind of stuff. Well, that's the same that, goes here, right? I'm not sure what Aboriginals can apply for here, um, Aborigines. I th- I th- well, as far as education, I went to register my car today hmm. and uh, it said, do you want to register for three or 12 months and are you Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander? Does that mean that it would have been a different amount of money? Well, I'm sure it does. Hmm. I was tempted. <laughs> You would have had to prove it, I'm sure. Well, it was like yes, no, or prefer not to say. Oh. I wonder I'm if it, so curious. I wonder if it's like yes gets you 50% off, prefer not to say gets you 25% off just in case. And then no is like, yeah, just default. <laughs> I hope so. Um, the, uh, but yeah, so like I've, had, I've met people who have been like, why are there, um, why if we're um, being an integrated society now, why do um, certain aspects of them, um, and certain aspects of us, because you know this is a Maori speaking, um, why should we be given these opportunities, um, you know, for you know reverse racism, I suppose, of um, you know privileging privilege, privileging us over um, the European you know students who may well be in terms of merit, in terms of applications for degrees and that sort of thing, might be more um, qualified or um, deserving to actually get help. Um, and yet, on the other hand, I've met people who said, well, the reason that things are 
as good as they are now is because of the leg up, you know, and it's because we helped people out and made an effort. And now, you know, to take that away would be to do exactly what they did in the US and remove the Racial Discrimination Act because now there's, quote, no more racism and we don't need it anymore. Mm. Is that what we're talking about today? I don't know. Um, we should probably start the podcast. Welcome to Deep Fort, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Hello. Hello, hello. Play the jingle, Nick. I'll press the button now. Invitations. That's the actual lyrics to that song. Is it really? That's by yeah. Shack Attack. Shack Attack. Shack Attack Invitations. Uh, what kind of podcast is this, Michael? Uh, apparently, I've heard on the vine. Mm-hmm. It's a thinky talky one, Nick. Is that right? Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard people say that. Who said that? Just it's really catchy. People. I love it, but I just I want to be able to trace the etymology. There's a guy. I've got my window open. There's a guy that's just looked in here. <laughs> He's still looking at me. Hello. Oh, tell him, he, tell him that I he waved. did not wave back. Tell him that I waved. <laughs> he does not understand technology. You know, he always still like kind of getting. So that period where I still see head, people walking with headphones in and they're on the phone call. Bugger. I didn't hit record on that one as well. You fucking idiot. I hit record. I hit record on the call recorder, but not on the garage band. So halfway through, I can change track qualities. Okay. I love how you've got a, you've got a backup system in place. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, people walk past with like headphones in, and they're clearly on a call. But it takes me a second to work out. You know, I see them talking, and they've got their headphones in. They have a great old time. They're so like into the phone call. Yeah. And they're, um, yeah. It takes me a while. I, 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 my first thought is you're crazy, and then, then I work <laughs> it's out. It's more that. crazy than holding like a brick up to your ear and walking around. I know, I know. But then that's that's the clue. Yeah. The the brick well, is the clue. That was always the thing that. Um, that I did because I'd go wandering around town with earphones in and then laughing because I was listening to podcasts. Right. Then, so then you're just the weird guy that walks through them all laughing to himself. You know, uh, we went to, we were at uni at the same time. Yeah. And I, I, I did used to see you and yeah. I just left you alone. Like I could go up <laughs> and interrupt your podcast, but you were. This was yeah, when we already we knew each other, walking. by the way. For those listening, this is when we were actually workers and co mates and friends. Every now and then, I just see you walking past, and you just be cracking up, laughing at like he's he's happy. He's in his own place. He's he doesn't need own. me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about today? How about? Uh, what are we talking about? How about? Excellent. How about? What are we talking about today, Nick? How about we? Um... I did have something earlier. I intended to write it down, and then I thought, "Nah, this is a really good one. I'll just remember that easy. I'll have that <laughs> down. No worries." Um, yeah. I don't know. How about murder? Do you reckon you Ooh. could murder someone? Have we talked about that sort of stuff? Oh yeah, that's good. This is because I've been listening to serial podcasts, but um, it's a great podcast. You should really stop listening to this and and again go and download serial. It's wonderful. Um, the uh, the idea of what what it takes for a person to be able to kill someone. I uh, kind of worry. Um, I mean, when you watch these kind of crime shows, you they always it's cliche now. They always seem 
like they couldn't have done it. Like the the friends and family around them, around the murderer, always say he couldn't have done something I like this. Yeah. couldn't have done something like this. So the idea that something that someone seems incapable of doing something and then is there was a case uh, I read um, the other day on on CNN of a, of a mother. 26-year-old mother in the States, and she just slashed her kids' throats. And she previously that night had just been on a kind of a date thing with her husband. They were watching a movie, and then she just snapped wow. and slashed their throats. Including they didn't the die. husband or just the kids? Just the kids. That's weird. Uh, they didn't die. Oh, really? No. Wow. Because she called the cops straight after. She did? Yeah. Man, I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah. So she flipped out, slashed her throat. She flipped out, slashed the throats. Called um, the ambulance. And then called the ambulance, yeah. Wow, What? so what happened? They obviously prosecuted her. I think they're in the process of that now. Man. Yeah. So did she have an alibi, like an ex- a reason? Why did, why did she? She said that uh, her, she blamed her on the husband and said that he would get really annoyed every time the kids were screaming. And I think, I don't know, it's a, she, there's something about post, um, oh shit, what's the word I'm looking Post-natal for? Postnatal depression? Postnatal depression. Something about that in there. Wait, so they were really young? Yeah, babies. Oh, man. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, so the idea that, that someone can... And you, I don't know, and having, like, I don't know if, you, if it's possible for someone to just have a psychotic episode, that scares me a lot. Mm. You know, the most interesting kind of films to me, well, the, the things that really terrify me in film, I would say, are not things like ghosts or, or you know, like serial killers or anything like that. It is psychosis and um, the idea, uh, you know, like you know, like Shutter Island and um, identity. Do you, do you, That's like not the idea that. of someone being able to plot and get away with something like that. Not, not, not really that. So, you know, schizophrenia is the scariest. Is the scariest true thing in the world. Right. The idea that you can, you cannot be in reality and think that you are. Yeah. And be doing things that you're unaware of. Sleepwalking, ugh, fucking scary shit. Really? Sleepwalking. Sleepwalking, man. Ugh. If I saw someone sleepwalking, I would, I would cry with terror. Really? Yeah. Just because it's like it's happening unconscious. It's you know, it's your body doing things without you knowing. Yeah. Wow. Because the person's almost unrecognizable then. Yeah, I see that. No, I get that. I mean, I, I, when I did um. When I did criminology, um, they had this, which was quite interesting. Um, you know, they talk about this dark figure, the idea that we don't know how many murders are committed, because if you get away with murder, then no one notices. You know, it's someone. You know, if the cover is, oh, she ran away with another boyfriend, but actually you buried her and you left her in a field. You know, yeah. if if everything, if you if you do it properly, then no one questions it. And it never gets reported, you know. Yeah. So there's this implicit dark figure that they talk about in the idea that we can only estimate how many murders are committed each year because yeah. half of them 
60% of them, you know, we don't know, 80% of them, they get away with, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the, that's scary. the criminologist is like, you know, saying, it's actually quite easy to get away with murder, you know. All the murders that we catch are dumb, you know, dumb people, you know. But, you know, when you actually think about, you know... Well, not lives, dumb, but, yeah. I mean, you know, some certainly are. But, you know, if they're... If they're it's, you know, getting your shit together, you know, how, how, how suffused has crime narrative become into our culture through television and through movies, you know? We know yeah. that, you know, people can check phone logs. We know that DNA evidence catches things. We watch the serial killer shows, you know? How yeah. much residual knowledge do we have about this sort of stuff, about how people get caught? Yeah, that's true. It's, it, For sure. It's, um, it's within people's grasp to, to do that sort of stuff, you know? I watched this. Uh, I watched this documentary a couple of weeks ago, and it was, it was on this stuff. There was a. Oh, it's called Dear Zachary. It's oh, very I've heard poor, about that. poorly made. It's an amateur documentary. Yeah. It's made by the victim's brother. I and heard it's, it's wonderful. So and it's biased. On my, it's on my list, so don't um, don't spoil the right. ending for me. But, all right. Yeah. Well, I, I can't really say anything then. Ah, uh, sorry. No, that's all right. It's a. It's a bad documentary about good material. Okay. It's, uh, Does that make it worthwhile to have seen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it almost adds to it a little bit. Yeah. The fact... Because the, it's coming from a... You know how documentaries are supposed to be kind of uh, omniscient and, like, objective at least? Yeah. This is not that. It's got, like, a, it's got like a sequence where it's, like... <laughs> it's got the woman who killed... Uh, the guy, yeah. it's got just like her face is flashing up and literally like flames coming behind her and going, <laughs> I made, made me so angry and we all got so angry. And it's got this like devil music playing and it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, but the, the story is just unbelievable. Like, wow. I can't believe it. But yeah, uh, yeah. No, I well, it. maybe I, w- I won't talk about it, but uh, people should go check out that movie, I think. Yeah, that was on my list. Someone else had mentioned that. Um, no, thank you for reminding me of that. Um, the other interesting. You, sorry, you go. Well, I was just going to ask you if you if you think that you're capable of that. I guess. Well, I mean, it's kind of a stupid question. It is, and it feels like the kind of thing that that a prosecution would point to later if you go, "Oh yeah, on the oh, podcast yeah. he was talking about the fact that he could kill like easily yeah. get away with murder." Um, I think um, <laughs> so for any prosecutors yeah. listening, uh, we're so talking, talking about stupid killers and stupid yeah. killers. Um, Two but, weeks earlier, he recorded a podcast <laughs> about this stuff <laughs> and talked about how stupid people don't get away get away with their. Yeah, this is going to ruin any future chances I have of getting away with murder. And as a smart person, really, thus you can conclude that I did not murder whoever I'm alleged to have murdered. We're really uh, cornering ourselves here, Nick. It's true. Um, Leaving ourselves with no options. Yeah. We might have to uh, make a decision that we regret. <laughs> Who are you going to kill in New Zealand, though, really? <laughs> yeah, there's no one over here. Um, the, no one worth killing. Um, the thing that I was going to mention was in this um, criminology stuff, we, um, one of the things that we were talking about was the death penalty and whether or not um, it works as a disincentive towards committing acts like that. And the, the science shows that um, uh, when it comes to committing a murder, most of the time it's either 
it's like a 50-50 split. Either it's premeditated, so they've thought about it in advance, they've worked out what they're going to do, they're going to, um, you know, put the arsenic in the sandwich or whatever and then tell someone that she's gone off to Florida mm-hmm. and, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if it's that kind of um, premeditated thing, then that person obviously knows the risks of murder and has not been swayed against it, you know? They're still going to go ahead of it. And mm-hmm. the other side of murder is completely spur of the moment, animalistic rage, passion, kind of just, she said that one last thing or he said that thing and I just, like it just, the straw that broke the camel's back and, you know, I lashed out and I just, you know, whatever. And in that instance, you're not thinking about the consequences because it's animalistic and that kind of thing. So in both cases, either you thought about it in advance or you didn't think about it. Um, What's the most forgivable of... one? Spare of the moment. Yeah. Would you not? Would you say otherwise? I'd be almost inclined. Well, yeah, I'd probably agree, but I was inclined to think that if it is premeditated thing that maybe the, you've got a better reason for it but that's probably not true in all cases that's, that's sociopath sympathy <laughs> right um, yeah but yeah just to finish that train of thought um, you know it's an argument against the death penalty because in either case it doesn't have any influence over the decision process um, so that kind of repercussion um, is is unwarranted yeah um I did see this morning the new ISIS beheading video. You actually watched it, or you just saw that it happened? No, I watched it. Oh, I don't know how you watch that shit, man. I think it's important to watch it. I don't know that it is. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty confronting. Yeah. What? 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 Re, 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 restate your um, the reason why you you witnessed that stuff. Um, I want to just, I don't want to just hear about things. I mean, these things are happening whether or not people watch them, right? So, I, for me, and I'm not saying this is true for everyone, but for me, I think I want to, I don't want to just see it as a headline. I want to, I want to see exactly what's happened. I mean, it has happened. Um, and I want, I, I want to I want it helps me kind of contextualize things a little, Would not you, outside of that necessarily, but to, it helps me really understand what's happening. I think, is the, rather than seeing it as a headline, is that not contributing to the fact that it continues to go on? If if that's another tick on the YouTube count for um, ISIS, you know, don't they look at that and they say, "Oh, look at that! Two million people. We're really getting our message out, guys. Great job." Let's go grab another person. Well, I don't... I mean, are they acting like that? Are they acting... If they didn't have an audience, would they would they find another way to do it? it does, I don't think that's true. They're, they're, not, they're not necessarily looking for fame. I feel like the media, they're just using... They're using the media... Um, well, are they not trying to get a message out? Is it not a marketing thing? Yeah, they're definitely trying to get a message out. I think they're, they're fueled by so much passion yeah. for their cause that... 
So if if you, I don't, into... I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. If, if, you, if you're buying into the marketing, does that not strengthen their cause? Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. You think you think so? You're judging me right no, now. No, I'm just I'm considering it. I'm just I'm trying to work out how I feel about it. Yeah. Would you Would you have wanted to see, um, you know, the gas chambers? If there was video of of you know, World War Two. Would you have wanted to see that? I don't want to say I don't want to say want like it's like I'm getting entertainment from it. You have called but it entertainment in the past. I've called it entertainment in the past. Mm-hmm. In terms of my mind is being stimulated in a very intense way. Okay. Um. Not it's not popcorn entertainment, obviously. Um, but it is, it is in a way entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I really, yeah, I hope it's clear that I'm, I'm not getting any satisfaction from it. Um, but yeah, it is, I think. And I, and yeah, I would. Am I having mic issues there? No. No. Yeah. I think I am actually. I don't I can still hear you fine. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, yeah, I would have wanted check to. One, two, check one, two. Check one, two. I would want to have seen that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if anything, it it um, it could, by watching it, I mean, probably not me with ISIS. I'm probably, I mean, this, I don't really feel like I can do anything, but it does help. I mean, with every person that watches this, I mean, they want people to watch it, but with every person that watches this, it's going to enrage them. Do you think? Or would, well, I mean, there's obviously and, a sect of it which would celebrate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. But but in the, you know, probably like the Western world, um, they are more, it's, it, it's more likely to, um, for there to be like a movement against, although, I mean... Are you scribbling on a piece of paper? No, I'm just kind of dusting my keyboard, getting the dust off. Cool. Some dust. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could hear it. Oh, could you? Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. So, yeah, we've talked about morbid Hmm. curiosity before, haven't we? Yeah. uh, Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things where you wonder... um, when you hear about this kind of stuff, you wonder what has to happen to a person to um, to enable them to to commit that kind of act. Like I, I find it fascinating in the sense of you know everyone's a human being, everyone has a brain and the basic kind of biology underneath it, you know as a common thing. How what what what's it like in that person's head? You know what does yeah. it how does it come to that point where the answer is, you know, doing that sort of thing? It's. Um... I think it's important also, and I like to think of this often, is that we are also animals. Um, and there is a... You, we kind of don't see ourselves as animals, and we there's a kind of a separation, I'm sure, in 
in everyone's heads as we walk down the street or as we drive uh, drive in a car that we're not part of the world in the same way that animals are. Yeah. Uh, but really, the cars and everything is just as much a part of part of uh, the world. I mean, they're, they're made from materials that we got from the earth. Yeah. Um, and and we developed uh, our brains developed to the point where we can we can make make these things. I'm not really making much sense right now, am I? I think you're I just, just sort of saying that. I just went on a bit of a tangent, but I yeah, we're we're all animals. Yeah, and, and I think that's important to remember, and it uh, it help, that helps me sympathise with people. Do you feel sympathy for for uh, people sorry, that come in, like sympathy is not the right word. Empathy. It helps me empathize more with people if I think of them as animals if they've done something horrific. Mm. Um, and you know, with with the ISIS thing. Oh, by the way, Ben Ben gave me a bit of a mouthful from the last podcast that we did. Oh yeah, about my comments on um, Islam, which I don't think I said anything uh, what, what, too bad. What, what was he, specific? Uh, I can't really remember. He didn't really actually give me any specifics, but he said it. I, I came off sounding a bit racist. Hmm. I'll have to go back and listen. <laughs> As should everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I did. I, I, maybe I wasn't very clear. Um, I think, yeah. With, with atheists, it's hard. You don't want to come off as do- dogmatic a lot yeah. of the time. I feel like I'm... Like uh, apologizing a lot more than I actually mean. No. To. Well, um. We'll, I think he would have called me out on it anyway if I was. I think. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. Did you see the, um, the Stephen Fry? Oh, actually. Thing? What a great guy. He's. What a great dude. It makes me happy that he got married and is happy. You see the guy that he married? He's super young though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. Uh, I kind of love it. Yeah, I mean, for so long, uh, he'd always said that he would never get married, and I could like that seemed like a facet of his like bipolar, um, sort of depressive side to himself, and he just sort of written it off as a possibility that it would ever happen to him. Right. Um, so, to see that he actually, you know, did find a guy and and got married is that makes me happy for him. Yeah, me too. And he's such he's such an Nice. Just love. I could just. I just wish he could talk me to sleep <laughs> every night. I wish he just had like a Stephen Fry app, and if you want to get to sleep, you just play it, and it just sounds out like random sound bites, <laughs> and he just talk, just talks you to to sleep. You could listen to the Harry Potter audiobooks. No thanks. He narrated all of them. Good. Oh. Yeah. The. Um, when we talk about um, understanding the progression of science and the biology um, and our understanding of how brains work in this kind of way um, and you know the fact that we're now increasingly able to pinpoint you know genes or um, or particular things which result in particular behaviors I do have to wonder if at some point we'll be able to look at a you know a sociopath's brain and go, you know, okay, we know that this part's not working properly, but we can also see that it's because of this gene. 
you know, mm -hmm. and whether or not we'll have a, the, the science and the technology as a species to uh, prevent, um, you know, these aspects of um, genetics from being passed on or from uh, eventuating in a, in a fetus um, and prevent that kind of um, outburst or animalistic, you know, takeover. And a lot of this stuff, the formation of people who become uh, serial killers and whatnot, um, I watched a thing on, on YouTube the other day that uh, some psychologists were saying that there's these uh, formative, formative years, the, you know, even from zero to one, is where it can kind of happen. Really? So. Zero to one? Zero to one. So things like um, if, a bo if a baby isn't stroked enough, like yeah. stroking, stroking it has some, stroking a baby's head mm. uh, has some sort of chemical. Uh, there's a chemical reaction mm. uh, on a biological Comfort. level there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so some babies who aren't stroked enough, uh, you know, may turn out to to feel um, detached for, or help have uh, struggle to to build relationships more. Um, but something like. Ninety percent of people who are uh, abusive or um, you know serial killers and things like that have been uh, abused themselves. Is that true? Ninety percent, something like that. Wow, have had some sort of trauma, um, was in their childhood. There's um that interesting and, sort of question to it or side to it where um, as we've um, progressed as a species and sort of become more aware of um, you know, the potential risks that we take day to day you know you know people never thought oh um, I shouldn't shit in the water until we worked out what you know bacteria did and the fact that that's um, you know we should probably not do that for our own health and the more and more we learn about that sort of stuff and the more we you know create a bubble for ourselves um, where it can be a possibility that um, you know, a kid is you know left there and you know not held as much as as a an animal. You know, you know as Homo sapiens, the the animal once did. You know, swaddle a baby at the you know the mother's chest for weeks on end. If we're becoming detached in that way, um, I wonder where that's going to start to swing back the other way, where we realise that you know, oh shit, there was actually some role in the. Uh, in the behaviours that we had as animals that is healthier than what we've pulled away from, you know? Yeah, yeah that's a good point, yeah. Um, and there, there's also just something else that's been on my mind a little bit this week is the placement of the siblings. Um, so the firstborn, uh, you know, first, second and third child's all having kind of um, similar characteristics. Mm. Um, <laughs> there was a chart that they put up and it's not meant to be obviously set in stone or you know but um, you do there was this chart that did kind of point out that um, the eldest child usually kind of um, has more of a, like a, a leadership kind of quality and is usually more ambitious None of which apply actually to me. Um, <laughs> I actually fit more in the third child category. I would have thought you were um, a third child. 
No, see, the middle child seeks a lot of love, apparently, uh-huh. um, and oh, it often feels like life is unfair, which I don't feel. Okay. Yeah. I'm convinced. Unless someone who does, though. And um, the third child, oh, this, I, I don't have the charts, but uh, yeah. Just in, in, interesting how little things like that happen. We've talked before about possibly, not horoscopes, but um, being born in certain certain months of the year might have an impact on your personality, mm. well, which may or may not be true. Yeah, I'm still interested to find out. Um, this is heading on a bit of a weird tangent, but um, one of the things in terms of... Um, you know, our awareness of health risks and that sort of stuff, which I recall. It was, um, I read that um, a man's semen um, it produces positive, like, happiness in a woman when it's, um, you know, it, taken... Eject- yeah, and because we're... Absorbed using- by the vagina, exactly. is what you want to say. Thank you for jumping in for me. Um but because we're, you know, so aware of the STD risks or STI risks um, and using condoms and that sort of stuff, we're actually um, changing the biological results of what sex was um, and did for people as, you know, animals now. Right. What does this mean? I know, it's just one of those things where you have to wonder whether, um, you know, what, when you, we discover what the actual... It's like feelings of attachment, right? To when a man ejaculates into a woman, yeah, but also uh, yeah. there releases some sort of like cortisol care, and that sort thing, of stuff. and she becomes a bit more attached to. Yeah, but also just happiness-wise yeah. as well, like this, this ah, right. thing. Yeah, I'd have to find it up. Um, I'll put it on the page. So, PSA. Yeah. Don't PSA, ladies, don't use a condom. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll be happier if you don't. Wow. Um, well, uh, that sounds like a good note to end on. No, there's one more thing. Yeah. This is, a, this is another note to end on. Probably worse. Um, just real quick. There is there is a tribe in Africa that still think um, that there's a river that they go to and they still think that that's the, it's like a lake of fertility uh-huh. and that's how they think babies are made. So if a woman wants to get pregnant, she has a dip in that lake. Really? Yeah. Wow. How about I'm, that? I'm... I wonder if, like, anthropologists are going over there and, like, should we tell them? Well, it's like a kind of, like, a Santa Claus situation. <laughs> the, the, the guy just goes, nah, just, just, shh, nah, just, let, just let them. Keep, let's keep the magic alive. I can write, like, three papers on this. Like, <laughs> just, shh. Fly on the wall, remember. Yeah. Um, your your dinghy, I think. Phone? That's yours, I think. Uh, Dan Snyder. Oh. Hold on. Let's see. Didn't respond he's... to my text. I'll show you this text. <laughs> Can you see that? What the fuck? Can you, yeah, can yeah. you read it? Can you read what Come the, over, yo. Get fucked up with me. And it's just him with a cigar. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like he's got... I think that's Ben. Oh, hello. Do you want to say hi to Nick? Hello, hello, Benjamin. Nicholas. You probably won't be able to hear him. How's things? Uh, good. Good. How are you? How are you going? I'm well, I'm well. You're looking... How are you traveling? I'm traveling. Well, I'm not traveling anymore, but I'm 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 very well, thank you. It's a figure of speech, Nicholas. Thank you for clarifying. You're, um, no worries. You're looking like a member of the hipster Beatles. The hipster Beatles? Yeah, it's just the round glasses. Okay. 
Did you get that message from Dan? Uh, yes, I did. Did you show Nicholas? I did. Okay. Yeah. Very good. You good? This is uncomfortable for me. Is it? It's yeah. uh, like I'm kind of enjoying seeing Nicholas right now. Did you get that? Okay. Are you off? Love you off to see Benjamin. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go drink some, uh, drink some strawberry daiquiris. Beautiful. I'll be there in a, t- I'll be there in a Taylor Swift. I bet Nick would like those. I'll be there in a New York minute. Mm-hmm. I prefer a blueberry daiquiri. Well. We're just waving. You can't hear it on the podcast, but we're just waving to each other. Um, yeah. So you don't have to be in Australia for Ben to interrupt the podcast. <laughs> this is what he's going to bitch at you at next week. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually the issue is that he not he's not on it. I did ask him if he wants to be on it today, and he declined. Politely declined. Well, that's 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 his choice. Yeah, he did think last episode uh, was, what did he say? What was his criticism? He said it was, uh, last last podcast you did was shit. Oh, yeah. Was the feedback. Yeah, well, it, again, it was pilot episode one of season two, so we yeah. have some improvements to make. Cut some slack. Yeah. Um, did you, you see wanna... on, uh, I put up on the Deep Thought page the visualize, like the capture of sound, the video of sound. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't seen that. I'll check it's really that. cool. Check that out. We'll put that on the page as well. You can have a look. Yeah, we, we, I've got to start um, posting up some hmm. some links and stuff again. All right. Yeah. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, uh, thank I'll, you for I'll listening. Send you to... What? I was... No, I'll just tell you after. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, my name is Nick, and you've been listening to Michael, who sounds like this. Who sounds like this. And uh, you can follow us on... Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash deepfort. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash deepfort. You can send us an email with your questions and comments and feedback to deepfort at gmail.com. Um, you can rate us on iTunes, which would be lovely. Uh, we only accept five stars, so otherwise uh, just don't do anything. Um, and then just have a generally nice day, is what I'd like to say. Any, just You're making a lot of weird mouthing movements, Michael. Do you have anything you wanted to say? No, just wanted to make some faces. Are we going to record one of these? Pop- like, uh, record the do a video podcast? We can. I'd like to do that. We can. I don't know if it's going to be interesting. And you can just be in New Zealand, and I can just uh, I can have one of those really fake Skype backdrops that's like <laughs> on a desert island, like on something. a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's Forty-five minutes. <laughs> just yeah. talking about religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good idea. Uh, Write well, that down in our uh, yeah, notes. Put that in our show notes. Email. Yeah. All right. So we're calling it a day. Yeah, man. Are, are you? Are we staying on the line after we, we wrap this up? We, you, you had secrets to tell us. Oh, I was just going to talk to you about the audio file, but they don't care. Okay. Well, all the best, everybody. Love you. Leave you. See you later. Catch you, babies. Bye bye.